We made it through the weekend. It is a Monday. Thanks a lot for joining us. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL KCRK. Just take a minute or two here on this September 11th. Want to do a little bit of thinking of what went on. The Pentagon, the World Trade Center, September 11th, a day to remember, and you'll be hearing a lot of stories and a lot of things about that infamous day all day today. So just give it a little bit of thought, something we really don't want to forget. You're going to be seeing a lot of bike riders here in our area today and tomorrow. You want to keep your eyes open. The Walk Can I Ride. Let's get some more details from Colville Rotarian Dave McGrain. Hi, I'm Dave McGrain. I was the chairman of the Walk and I Ride last year, and this year I'm going to be fortunate to be one of the participants. Walk and I is a ride that starts in Sandpoint, goes to Colville, up to Roslyn, Nelson, Creston, and Bonners Ferry, and then back to Sandpoint. The riders ride five days on what essentially is the international loop. This year, we are expecting riders from 26 different states coming in from all over the country. And for the first time, we have two riders coming in from Europe. The cycling in the northeastern Washington area is absolutely phenomenal, and I think people all over the country and around the world are starting to realize that. The Walk and Ride Ride is put on by nine rotary clubs around the loop. Colville is one of them. And the riders, when they come through the area, receive all of their uh, support from volunteer Rotarians who welcome them, provide them food, snacks at rest stop areas. Colville will be welcoming the riders when they come into town off of 395 from Chuila on the afternoon of Monday, September 11th. They'll be spending the night in Colville, enjoying our beautiful community, and then we will have a breakfast for them early Tuesday morning, and then they will start their ride at 8 o'clock and extend through the Kettle Falls area up to Roslyn, where they will spend Tuesday night. After three days of riding, with 100 miles being the first day from Sandpoint to Colville, the riders get a break on Thursday when they can spend the day enjoying Nelson, and then they finish their ride up on Friday and Saturday by riding to Creston with the trip over the Balfour Ferry across Kootenai Lake. And then the final day goes from Creston down to Sandpoint again, where they catch up with their cars and go about their lives. The route is exceptional on the Selkirk Loop. The scenery is phenomenal. We're looking for great weather this year, which we haven't been lucky to have great weather in years past. But this year looks like it's going to be the very best weather we've had for years. It's a challenging ride over several mountain passes, but it's the type of thing that when riders are completed, they can feel like they've really accomplished something. The riders, they'll be arriving today. They'll be leaving Sandpoint, Idaho at, on their uh, trip towards Canada on Tuesday. Now, we got a little more information about that ride that is on the International Selkirk Loop coming through Colville today and tomorrow. Here's a little bit more about the whole project. 
I am Stephanie Sims, the Executive Director for the International Selkirk Loop, and I provide the administrative support for Wakanide, which is a partnership between nine different Rotary Clubs along the route and the International Selkirk Loop. We do this once a year. Last year, we did run the route, but it was kind of a catch-up during COVID. We had registrations going, and then in 2020, when the border closed, we couldn't proceed with that ride. We couldn't go in 2021 either because the border was still closed. So 2022 was kind of our catch-up from all of this that we had been compiling. And we had a lot of riders who stayed with us during that time. They didn't want a refund. They just said they would wait this out. And so we kind of put our efforts together and finished that group. And so this is kind of a fresh start this year, moving the ride forward once again. Whoever's registered with us, because we do fill out permits and border alerts. And so there's a lot of moving parts in the background that you don't see. So you do have to register ahead of time, pay a fee, there's a jersey, there's different things that we'll need information on. So who we start with is who we end with. So on Monday, we have 130 riders that have registered that have gathered in Sandpoint and will take off on paved roads, mostly secondary whenever we can, en route to Colville. So it's a huge century day. It's just over 100 miles. We have a SAG crew that's with them, another group that will take their luggage and deliver it to different hotels and the campground at the fairgrounds. They will provide lunch snacks, water stops for them throughout the day, help them if they need a lift or a flat tire or something like that, and get them into Colville. They'll spend the night, and then the next day they move on to the next location and just continue around the route. The Colville Club, this year we have a couple from the Colville Club that are ambassador riders, so they have registered and will ride with the group, providing some support that way. It is Dave and Sharon McCrane. Dave was the chair of the ride last year, and so Sharon rode it, but this year Dave will get to ride with her. But the Colville Club provides a rest stop at the top of the pass. They have another one as they pass through Chihuahua, and then they have a little gathering at the brewery as you come into Colville. They will provide a breakfast on Tuesday morning at the fairgrounds before the ride leaves in the morning. And then Kettle Falls Club will take on the rest of it, the support after they leave Colville. So at the border, depending on the agent and what they want, some years they will let our luggage truck just go through and they'll, you know, just like you normally would pull up, they'll take your passport and ask you what you're doing and on you go. Sometimes they want us to pass as a group. Sometimes they'll let each rider go as they arrive. So we kind of have to take that by the fly as to to what they want at the time. But once we move through the border, then they just move on to Rossland and overnight is in Rossland, BC that second night. We have two nights in Nelson. Early on when we started this route, the riders, the feedback, they wanted extra time in Nelson, BC. And so we give them a day off there so they can go for a hike, they can go to the hot springs, just relax, whatever they want to do. And then we'll leave after they've had that day off, go to Creston, and then they'll cross the border again into Idaho and back to Sandpoint.
each day of writing, we start at 8 a.m. Most writers are done probably about three to five range. So we ride for five of the six days, and then they have that one day off in the middle. The Rotary Clubs are the heart of this ride. They do a fantastic job. The riders tell us year after year it's the best support of any ride they have ever been on. So I want to give the credit to them. They do a fantastic job. A lot of different Rotary Clubs are involved in this event, really becoming an international destination event as well. Riders from really all over the world. Looking for a little comfort in your life? Call the expert, your carrier dealer. Carrier dealers are the authorities at getting peak performance from your heating and cooling system. So call your carrier dealer first. He has ways of making you very comfortable. Carrier, turn to the experts at ABC Heating and Electric in Colville at 411 West 2nd. Or call Deb for an appointment at 684-2018 or go to abc-heating.com. A lot of people attended the Northeast Washington Fair this year, and of course this year they included a rodeo event on Saturday as part of the fair. While a lot of work went into preparing the fair grounds and providing good family entertainment this year, here's Lori Matlock with a review of how the judges thought our fair went. Hi, this is Lori Matlock with the Northeast Washington Fair. I just wanted to give you a quick recap of our fair a couple weeks ago. Each year we are judged by the state. They send a judge around to every fair and tell you what things you might need to pick up on and what things you're doing right. And we take that to heart and try to make all the improvements that they ask us to. And this year, we must have all hit everything on the mark because the judge, I think we were 12 points away from a perfect score, which is incredible. We tried to get our signage up, and our kiddos are the ones that should get a pat on the back. They keep our barns clean Every single hour, there's one kid from the age of 8 up to 18 on the floor making sure everything's clean. And our Boy Scouts, of course, our kids, and they have picked up all the trash, wiped down all the tables, made sure everything's clean. I just have to have my hat off to these kids that come out to do the fair, help with the fair, and I've got an amazing group of superintendents in my barns. The sheep barn, I can always call and say, hey, I need this or that, and the pig barn, their their kids are always willing to help, and the horse barn, I mean, the list just goes on and on, but we were pretty thrilled that we had done as well as we did because our funding depends on that. The other funding that we have is uh, grants that come up. And this year I'm applying for a grant that will finish off the Newell Wilson building so that it'll be a viable building in the future for people to use. But we had a great fair. We had, um, oddly enough, it's, we had about the same amount of people that bought tickets 
but the ones with the weekend passes must have come back a lot because we had a ton of people on the grounds. We had lots of vendors that did really well. We had a couple food vendors that weren't able to come at the last minute. The others compensated for that. We're just thrilled that we were able to bring you another successful fair. And the rodeo, of course, was um, the thought of a 15-year-old boy that walked into my office and gave me heart failure like Mickey Brown did years ago and sat down and said, we need to have a rodeo at the fair. And I told Leighton, well, you put your thoughts together and I'll try to make it happen. And it was a great success. We're going to do it again. And the, the judge liked the fact that we have a tremendous amount of community support. We have Boise doing Boise Day. We have Country Chevrolet doing Chevy Day on Sunday. We have Colville Toyota that picked up the tab on all the kids' games on Sunday and even participated in the games, which was really fun. We've got the my Kiwanis buddies that put on the breakfast every morning for the kids and the adults, not expecting to make any money, but we had so much help with all of that. And I guess other places maybe don't have that. And the judge was impressed by what we had here for the kids with the kids city and the kids scavenger hunt. We had 400 kids that took their parents through each and every barn on the grounds to do the scavenger hunt. And I only know those numbers because that's how many ice cream cones they got at the end of it. They turn in their piece of paper and they go to Grandma Dini's and they get an ice cream cone. So our uh, exhibits, the animal exhibits were up by quite a bit. Uh, I think the sheep had almost 30 head more, same with the pigs, the steers had more, our um, still life was down a bit, but we still had lots of kids that participated, and we're just looking forward to next year already, so thank you very much, everybody in the surrounding area for coming to the fair and supporting us, and we'll see you next year. So a great event, the Northeast Washington Fair Good reviews from the state judges. We're looking forward to that rodeo as part of the fair again next year. Everything really went good. They say seeing is believing. With Stearns & Foster, that's only part of the story. They handcraft every Stearns & Foster mattress using the finest materials like indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming telecoils for a beautiful mattress and indescribable comfort every single night. Take a test rest on the new Stearns & Foster mattresses now available at Saunders Furniture because a good night's sleep doesn't have to be just a dream. Saunders Mattress Gallery, downtown Colville. Proceeds from the cap-and-trade scheme that's causing gas prices to soar should be used to help people struggling with high housing and car tab costs. Well, at least that from one state Senate leader. Here's Tracy Ellis with the report. 
The financial windfall from the selling of carbon credits that causes gas prices to rise flows into state government coffers. Senate Republican leader John Braun says some of the more than $1 billion expected to come in this year alone should be turned into financial relief for property owners and renters. I think the best answer is to undo the whole program entirely because I think it's wrongheaded and not solving the problem it intends to solve while making life very difficult for our citizens around the state. But if you aren't willing to do that, we should, let's at least take the money that's coming in and find another way to provide relief. Ron also supports a proposal from Democratic Senator Mark Mullet that would reduce card tab costs. Whatever we do, and there are lots of options, we shouldn't be taking that money and growing state government. We should take that money and return it in one form or another to the people of the state of Washington. Ron says both ideas deserve immediate consideration from majority Democrats in the legislature. I'm Tracy Ellis. Concerned property owners of Stevens County, an alert. The Board of County Commissioners and the Land Services Department are holding a public hearing to repeal the Stevens County Building Code. It will repeal the owner-builder exemption. The plan is the county commissioners to adopt the state building code. A public hearing will be held Tuesday, September 19th, 1.30 in the afternoon at the Ag Trade Center in Colville. This public hearing is critical for everyone who cherishes freedom especially freedom as it pertains to private property and the ability of our families to build our own homes. This is the last vestige of a private property right that we have. Let's not lose it. The owner-builder exemption currently allows our citizens to build their own home without government interference. We need to prevent the land use decisions from being made at the state level of government. Keep the decision-making at the local level of government. Attend the public hearing Tuesday, September 19th, 1.30 in the afternoon at the Ag Trade Center in Colville. Paid for by Vicki Johnson. Matthew Stafford threw for 334 yards even without his favorite target, Cooper Cup. Well, the Los Angeles Rams stunned the Seattle Seahawks 30-13 to in the season opener. Stafford was brilliant, picking apart Seattle's secondary for the 58th 300-yard passing game of his career in the regular season. He did so despite Cup being sidelined for the first four games of the season while on injured reserve due to a hamstring injury. Well, the Seattle Seahawks were tied for the most first game of the season wins in the NFL. Well, that uh, tie goes by the wayside now. 
Oh, this road trip has not been good for the Seattle Mariners at all. Tampa Bay defeating the Mariners 6-3. to They took three of four in the series between playoff contenders. Tampa Bay, they have a seven-and-a-half game lead over Toronto for the top American League wild card. An eight-and-a-half game advantage now over Seattle. Seattle now dropping to the final wild card spot. The Rays, they are three games behind Baltimore in the American League East. Seattle, they went into the month of September in first place. Seattle now trails the American League West leading Houston by two and a half games. Great day for the WSU Cougars on Saturday. Cameron Ward passing for 212 yards and two touchdowns, added another 43 yards rushing. The Cougars upsetting 19th-ranked Wisconsin 31-22 that Saturday night. Ward scrambled for runs of 23 yards and 14 yards during a pivotal fourth-quarter drive that helped the Cougars now go 2-0, avoiding a second-half meltdown, beating the Badgers for the second straight season. Washington State really put on a show in the first half, at the half, they led 24-6. to six. Well, Oregon State and Washington State, they are still scrambling as far as conferences go. A lot will be maybe worked out this week. Pac-12 teams, they did outstanding this last weekend in college football. Vaughan Brothers Lumber, a leader in the forest products industry, is now offering a free forest health checkup. If you have 10 or more acres of timberland, Vaughan Brothers Lumber can help you determine if your family's forest is healthy and fire resilient. Schedule your free forest evaluation today by calling Vaughan Brothers Lumber at 684-5071. Vaughan Brothers Lumber, adding value to the forest for people, products, and the environment. It's going to be a very busy week for high school sports on the radio this week. Coming up tomorrow, we'll have volleyball, Colville at Lakeside. That'll be at 6.30 on KCVL. Coming up on Wednesday, volleyball, Chowila and Colville. That'll be at 6.30 on KCVL. Thursday, it is going to be football, Riverside at Colville. That'll be at 7 in the evening on KCVL. A very busy week for high school sport broadcasts here on the radio. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Kettle Falls Family Dentistry and Implant Solutions at 130 West 10th Avenue in Kettle Falls, offering general dentistry for all ages and same-day crowns, new patients, and emergencies. They are welcome. 
We might see a few midday sprinkles, an afternoon high around 82 degrees. A little bit of light rain overnight, mostly sunny, 78 on Tuesday, 78 in sunshine Wednesday, 81 sunshine Thursday, a little warmer, 83 Friday, 85 on Saturday, more sunshine, 84 on Sunday, a beautiful week of weather coming up. Let Dr. Chip Johnson and his friendly professional staff give you a new reason to smile at Kettle Falls Family Dentistry and Implant Solutions. Monday, certainly a day to remember. I'm Eric Carpenter. Thanks for joining us. This is KCVL. KCRK.